The Jet Set Breakfast. Music, culture, lively and critical discussions on SAFM. It's 20 past nine. You are with SAFM 104 to 107. And as we mentioned earlier on in the show, we wanted to try and understand how people can look at romance and dating in a time of COVID. I mean, maybe you are on something online like Tinder, or maybe you're the kind of person who goes out to places where you get to meet people. Now, what happens in a time of COVID where you, um, well, you're too scared to even go slide left with Tinder because you've got to use too much sanitizer. But uh, what if you decide to meet a person? What happens if you want to meet them physically? Do you uh, allow for kissing in an early time of COVID? Or do you just do the whole thing on Zoom? And uh, do you have to kind of establish some kind of COVID protocol contract so that you say, okay, fine, I'm going to meet with this person, but I would only meet with you in such and such a space, open air, lots of a breeze, etc. How do you maintain those social distancing things? It's more complex than the complexity of dating, which is complex in itself. On the line with us is Tracy Jacobs. Tracy is an intimacy and relationships coach and the founder of a website called Totally Me. Tracy, thank you so much for joining us. Morning, Michelle, and morning to your listeners. Thank you. And it's actually Tracy Zeman Jacobs. Otherwise, you won't actually find me on uh, any website. Okay, Tracy Zeman Jacobs. There we go. Tracy, let's look at this idea of um, dating in a time of COVID. It is obviously very, very different to normal dating. One is used to going out to events and meeting people and then the next thing you'd like chatting to them and the next thing you're going on a dinner date or whatever the case may be. And yet lockdown means that you can't go to those places and Mm. you can't meet them in uh, public spaces. But as human beings, we are so used to being communal and being together. Suddenly we can't do that. What are some of the things we need to think of from the beginning of that process? Well, um, definitely, if if one would want to meet um, an interested party, then definitely the first question would be, have you had COVID? Um, It's definitely better if one of the two have had COVID. Even if, let's say, the one hasn't had and the other one has had, that's already a plus. So um, that puts, you know, relays me. So I want to I want to take you back a step, Tracy. I mean, yes. yes, if you want to meet someone, obviously you might go to those COVID protocols. But how do you meet that interested party? Right. So the best way, obviously, to meet somebody is through a mutual friend. That's the best way, because then you know you're safe. You've, somebody's done their homework, and it's always the funny thing is that you know. This one's single and that one's single, then all of a sudden we're a perfect match. But let's go to online dating. So online dating, I find, is actually quite dangerous at times because people are not actually honest. On a dating site, they may um, pose to be somebody else. They take somebody else's profile and they um, present themselves to be somebody who they're not. The other thing, dating online, is that you often are typing as, you know, you're not really honest with who you are. Also, messages can be misconstrued. You want to make a good impression. So, you you know, you say the things that somebody might want to hear. And it's quite, it's quite, um, you know, it's not a natural process. 
Okay. So that's always difficult. So you're saying that online is a problem, well, not a problem, but it, it could lead to certain issues if you're yes. going to meet and that the introductions need to be made by friends and the like. What happens then? Do we then go on to Zoom or do we go straight to uh, the chase? Well, the best thing is actually once you've made the connection on a dating site would be to go onto a Zoom call or there is an option on, on some of these sites to do a face-to-face connection just to make sure that you are actually looking at the person whose profile is presented on the app. Because yeah. there are a lot of catfishers out there who, as I said, will steal somebody else's profile and make you believe that you're talking to this gorgeous man or this gorgeous woman and actually they're not so what they're not who they are so tracy that's that's obviously an issue in uh, times with COVID and times without COVID. correct the specificity of COVID 19 um you get to meet someone maybe you decide you're going to go you start with a zoom a zoom meeting what should you be doing differently that maybe you would have done in a time when there wasn't COVID? I mean, how many remote meetings should you have uh, in order to trust them? How do you ensure that the first time you meet them, do you literally ask them, uh, have you had COVID? Uh, do you ask them if they follow protocols? What if you arrive and they're just not even wearing a mask? Yes, well, you actually, on that Zoom meeting, you would ask if they've had COVID. If there's a connection on the Zoom meet then you would agree to meet somebody in an open area. You would agree to wear a mask. It is a, diff- it is a difficult situation, but um, definitely you would arrive there with a mask. Wherever you do go these days, they take your temperature, you have to sanitize, they won't let you in without a mask. Yeah. And then when you sit down, it's generally acceptable that you sit apart at least three meters apart, and then one would take off a mask. It's also, it's it's quite difficult to meet somebody when only half your face is being well, shown. Well, I was thinking it, about that. You can't even <laughs> recognize them, so they may look completely different to what they looked like on Zoom because you're just suddenly only seeing their eyes. Well, on Zoom, you're seeing somebody's full face. Yeah. But also, people look quite different online than what they do in person. With a mask you know, on. Exactly. So then you would remove your mask and agree, you know, you would sit different, sit apart. Um, and then you get a con- you get an idea of what this person is like. You might have and to say, you- I'm going to be there with a flower in my hair. Just so that like, <laughs> I'll wear the mask, but just look for the person. I'm the man in the corner or the woman in the corner with a flower in my hair. That would, that yes. would sort of help out, eh? Correct. <laughs> But those kinds of things are um, absolutely typical, whether we're in COVID or we're not in COVID. Yeah. That would be a, a blind date regardless. But the thing with a Zoom chat before um, is that you've actually seen each other before, which is quite nice in times of COVID because on a blind date, you don't generally get to have that um, advantage. You know, I'm thinking about during the times of the HIV pandemic, Um, And how, you know, if you went dating, you know, there was a question, do you have to show someone that you are um, HIV negative? Do you, you know, there were various different protocols there. Here, there would also be protocols. If you say, okay, fine, we've, we've zoomed in, we've checked each other, we've gone on uh, the coffee dates, we've worn our masks, we've 
told each other about the protocols. We've spoken, we've gone for walks, we've done everything with regards to the protocols. And then we decide, okay, we're going to take this one step further and do the mm. jiggy jiggy. And the question would be, how, 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 do you, what do you, how do you plan for that? Are you, are you starting to say, listen, I need to know that you take a COVID test beforehand? I mean, it's, it's, it's very kind of practical, but very sexless. Mm. It is sexless. As I said in the very beginning, it's very advantageous if one of you have had COVID. The second thing is you would possibly go for a test together to see if you've got antibodies. Yeah. Um, and then you would check for comorbid- comorbidities because some people are prepared to take the chance and get very personal, even if they haven't had COVID. Yeah. Um, but one would be very careful if one of you has comorbidities, diabetes, uh, blood pressure, um, whatever the case may be, because one, the person with the comorbidity would probably say, I'm not going to take the chance. So, so, so if we if we look at that, I mean, would you suggest that if you were going to have, uh, like, you've decided, okay, that's it, we're going to do the dirty deed, have sex, would I wear a mask? Probably would agree would be a bit to odd. not kiss. Yeah. Probably would agree to sanitize, no kissing. Um, yeah, that's probably would be the best. Even though it's difficult to be intimate without kissing, probably sanitize. And no, no, no intimate kissing. It, it's difficult. It's a very difficult situation. Some people would take the chance. Let's assume there's no comorbidities. A lot of people are taking a lot of chances. So, and hopefully, you know, if they get, if they do get COVID from each other, then they hope for the best and they don't get too sick. Sure, Tracy. I mean, dating is a part of life. And we are going to move forward in the world and we are going to go from one pandemic to the next. We may go from one wave or phase to the next wave or phase. I mean, this virus may just keep changing. We have to constantly be on our our alert, but we also have to try and find a way to move forward in the world. What would you suggest overarchingly with regards to people who are thinking, I'd like to date, but I I just don't know how to do it? Well, as I said, Firstly, put it out there that you are looking for a serious relationship or you're looking for a relationship um, and then let people make the connections for you. The other thing is to try online dating and to be patient because there are some decent people out there who also want the same things as you. And um, But critically, Facebook, if you do take the online dating or Facebook version, then you need to make sure that you work your way through all the steps, starting with Zoom, starting with online, and then starting with the massive social distancing, maybe a walk uh, around the park or something, then maybe sit down with a coffee, but still social distancing. They call it a Denzel apart, which is um, the length of Denzel, Washington, which I think is 1.6 meters. You stay apart. And you would then just, so you you have to do it in minuscule, tiny little steps. Yes. You would have to be very, very cautious. Firstly, cautious of COVID, but also cautious of the person that you're dating. I'm always very cautious around giving advice about how to date full stop. And then during um, COVID, you also have to be even more cautious. 
people are very, um, they take risks and yet there are lots of people who are just hooking up left, right and centre and are actually quite safe. But that's not exactly the advice that I would give, but exactly what you've been talking about. Do your homework, be thorough, be cautious, um, and it's easier to make connections behind a computer. But while you're doing making those connections, just make sure you've done your homework. Tracy Simon Jacobs, thanks so much for joining us. Focusing on how to do romance in a time of the COVID-19 pandemic. If you think that uh, things are just going to return to normal, then, well, you may be um, alone for a very, very long time. So let's try and think about different ways of doing that. Put a little gug giggle in your voice. I'm I'm very basic. I'm just looking for someone who hasn't been infected by the coronavirus. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck. (laughs) 9.32.